Hey everyone, Liz Hammerschmidt here with the Power Chat for this week. Hope everyone enjoyed their holiday weekend. I know my weekend was all turned upside down. One of the teams that I was supposed to uh, officiate this past weekend ended up shutting things down because of COVID. I'm not sure which team, which, you know, which, which, uh, if it was the players or if it was the coaches or administrative, we don't know. All I know is that with this year and with all the COVID policies, we got to expect the worst. You know, um, I've had two series this year that were postponed or canceled due to COVID. And luckily, one of my weekends that I did have that was postponed, I was able to pick up from another conference where they were still hosting tournaments. So sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you don't. And it's really nice to see the communication pattern that goes alongside with the assigners and coordinators. You know, the coordinator for this past weekend, she apologized for things that were going on. She made sure that the establishments were reimbursing any um, unwanted things that uh, couldn't, or I should say, things that we booked that were unable to be canceled without a refund. So, I mean, those are things that you definitely want to have in your corner. You definitely want those type of people to be there for you when things happen and understand that, you know, the position that we're put in, because at one point they may have been in that position. And, you know, I do, I do thank the assigners that I work for, that assign me for the games that understand how it feels to be in our position. You know, they may have created that path for us because, you know, we probably didn't have this discussion five, six, 10, 15 years ago about getting reimbursed for a hotel that we were unable to cancel due to a uh, uncontrollable situation where we didn't get paid for our game fees when it was canceled. Not saying this is what happened this past weekend, but a lot of the conferences that schedule games have an agreement that if they get rained out, snowed out, weather's permitting, something that's it's stalling the progress of the competitions to continue, a lot of them still produce game fees for us. Um, not everyone, but it's, it's actually nice to, to feel appreciative when, when you're not expecting it. Going alongside, it was actually kind of weird to be sitting at home. Actually, I really didn't sit home, but it was just weird, you know, not leaving Friday morning to go to the establishment I was going to, which was kind of nice. It was going to be a driving distance. I didn't have to fly. It was my first weekend that I didn't have to fly to the institution. So I was very, very much, actually, no, it's my second week. I didn't have to fly. So I was very excited about that. Sometimes when you just fly every week and it kind of just burns you up a little bit as in it just burns you out. So, but uh, other than that, I mean, it's, it's good because, you know, it kind of reflects on like what you have in your personal life. You know, I have two kids that are in their teenage years. My oldest is in high school softball. She's a uh, starting catcher for the varsity program and very unheard of, especially with the new coaching staff that they have. But, you know, she didn't have anything going on this past weekend, which was kind of a bummer. Uh, My youngest daughter who plays travel softball and soccer you know usually they got something going on whether it's a tournament or a scrimmage or practice or something they didn't have anything going on plus she was on spring break last week so you know I took advantage of it usually once or twice a season I'll take either one of them or both of them at the same time and they'll come with me to one of the institutions and they'll get to experience the college atmosphere they get to experience the stadium the the feel of how the game is and I, I honestly I think they learned a lot just by watching how the players and the coaches interact with one another and it made a goal for themselves that they they want to eventually make it to the next level after high school uh, whether it's they're playing softball at the next level or soccer at the next level possibly bowling at the next level I don't know what 
their goals are exactly. I mean, that you know, kids, teenagers can change their mind in a heartbeat, and we don't know. And and I kind of want to you know discuss that a little bit. I try not to force my kids to have that in, in embedded into their head that they have to play a sport when they get to the college level. You know, I try not to get them to that point where they're so burned out that they don't want to participate anymore. That I have to force them out the door to get dressed, to want to participate in that game or that weekend tournament or whatever it is. I'm finally at this point where my kids are ready before I am. And I didn't have that before. There was many hard hardships where I had to force my oldest daughter out the door because she just didn't want to go. And, and I finally quickly realized that my daughter was, was suffering from anxiety and the anxiety was that she was afraid to fail. So she didn't want to participate. So she always had that mindset. I don't want to do this or okay, mom. And she would drag her feet and she'd be the slowest person to the field and the slowest person to pack her stuff. And I'm just like, oh dear Lord, bang my head against the wall now. But it doesn't seem to be that factor anymore. And I really am thankful for those, those times because it really made me appreciate what my kids are. It made me appreciate what kind of a parent I am because we do have to be patient when we're on the field. We got to be patient with the coach, a play that's developing players that are, uh, that might get chippy on the field. There might be some anxiety that might be anticipating on the field. There, there's so many different elements that happen that we sometimes get in such a big rush that we forget that we're out there to manage the game. We're there to adjudicate calls that, uh, that they're anticipating us to call. They're, they're expecting us. We have a high expectation. And just by, and I actually, for the first time ever, I got to watch more than just one inning or two inning of, of a softball game. I got to watch many. And some of the common denominators I have been wa- seeing and noticing is that we still have a lot of impatience. We still have a lot of immaturity on the field. And it has a lot to do with, yeah, we have many, many f- officials that opted out this season due to their own personal reasons with with what protocols that we have to go through this year. It was a personal decision. Some of them retired. Some of them just uh, decided to step back because of family. Some of them were unable to travel because their job and their state restrictions uh, were unable, were not letting them leave the state. And they're just now getting back onto the field. So we have a lot of different branches of experience that we are seeing on the field. And we sometimes forget and we get very critical when we see certain officials out there. When we see plays just blow up in front of our faces, like, oh, I cannot believe that just happened. Oh, my gosh, did you see this? And you get a video cut sent to you. You know, and I take it as, an, as a teaching moment, not as an, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe that umpire made that call in that ridiculous type of form. We also have to remember what kind of situation they've been placed in. I know our signers are pulling their hair out. They're probably almost in, in and they almost are probably uh, developing a, a hairline or a bald, bald pattern on their on their forehead or their their scalp but you know at this point we we have to remember that we are very thankful for the position that we're put in we need to also remember that softball is always going to be there this year has been very testing for everybody for the coaching staffs for the players for the broadcasting stations for the fans I mean think about it you know they're just now allowing fans to come back into the stadiums and purchase tickets my uh, last weekend of working the SEC, they finally let 20% of the population to come in. Um, when I say that, only 20% that can that can be put in place into that stadium were allowed to participate and purchase tickets. So think about that, where these fans are just foaming at the mouth right now. They're just waiting to get themselves back into that normal feel. 
And then the same thing, it goes all the way up to the, the, the pro leagues for every single sport that's out there. I'm not sure if you guys have watched the final four, you know, both men's and women's side, the participation wasn't there and it just felt really odd and weird. And I'm, I'm really hoping that we'll eventually start to weed out of that phase that we're in and we can eventually get back to where the, the, the normal is instead of getting adjusted to the new normal. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to lie, but sometimes it's kind of nice not having all the boo birds out there booing at you when it doesn't go their way. <laughs> but Another topic I kind of wanted to touch base on, you know, Tony kind of touched based on, you know, making sure that you, you know, be excellent, make sure that you act like you out, you've been there before. And I, and I mentioned that all the time, but I really wanted to touch base on like, you know, how are you keeping up with the game? How are you presenting yourself on the game? Are, are you just showing up to the game and then you're just rolling your uniform out of the dryer? It's still wrinkled. It's not hanging. It's not folded properly. How do you look? You know, I grew up in this profession to look your best. A lot of these officials come from military background, whether it's family, whether them personally, uh, maybe it's based on like what they do professionally, uh, beside the softball, the softball world, you know, how do you look or, or do you look presentable? Do you look like you're ready? Do you look like you've been there before? And that's, what's going to set you apart from others when you're stepping onto that field. Is your shirt pressed, pants are dry cleaned or pressed to the point? Are your shoes shined, cleaned? Is your hat the right color? And when I say that, it's not faded. Are your pants not faded? I mean, I, I can tell you right now, like a lot, watching a lot of the high school games that my daughter's participating in, watching some of the lower levels of, of games on the social medias. And man, some of you guys out there really need to have a reality check of like what you guys are wearing because that's what's going to set the the set you apart from the respect level. You know, we have a lot of umpires out there that demand that respect and they want that respect. Well, it all starts with how you look. When you step on the field, are you cleanly shaved? Is your hair pulled back in a ponytail or is it cut nice? When's the last time you got a haircut? Uh, I mean, just like the normal trimmings, you know, you know, what do your nails look like? I I used to work with a fellow that actually trained me. And the first thing that I noticed from him was his nails. Nails look like he just came out of a grease shop, you know, no offense, but it looks like he hasn't trimmed his nails in like three weeks. And I mean, there's just things like that. And, and you can't tell me that a coach doesn't look at that. You can't tell me that your peers don't look at that. And don't be afraid to say something to me. Hey, listen, you know what? I understand, you know, you just got here, but you know, it would do us all a favor if we all looked the part and make sure that we look good. We, we are the best team on the field. We want to be the best team on the field. So make sure you guys are really taking that into consideration is like looking the part. And also, how are you preparing yourself during the off season? You know, Tony touched base on camps and clinics and selecting the right ones for you. Uh, some of the ones that we like to advertise is for Christie's uh, Diamond Umpire Academy. She puts on great camps out there and she'll eventually be pushing those out here soon. But there's some great ones that are coming up. There's one at the end of June that's gonna be in the Quad Cities that Mike Smola is going to be hosting and he's going to be pushing out some information here soon, which I believe it's going to be a camp that's going to be more for like the uh, beginner and intermediate stages. And Kathy Creighton usually runs a camp in St. Louis. I'm not for certain of the dates yet, but we will push those out as soon as we can. That's usually in St. Louis and that's a nice little beginner intermediate camp as well. And then we also have the beginner intermediate and advanced camps. There's going to be one in Colorado that uh, Cody Little is going to be hosting and a lot of the big power five coordinators are going to be attending. 
Tony mentioned also that make sure that you're selecting the right camps and clinics of you knowing that you're going to get the right information. We have a lot of clinicians out there that have some experience, but also you want to make sure you're getting the right information from the right clinicians. What kind of background, what, what kind of, uh, what, what kind of accolades do they have? What, 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 and who have they been working for? And I'm sorry if I stuttered there, but you also want to make sure you do your homework. You don't want to go to a camp. You're like, I really have never heard of this person before. Uh, who are the assigners that are going to be attending? And maybe you're just trying to get a fresh start and you want to get like some feedback. It's okay to, to get some feedback. Email that specific assigner if you can beat the information out. Contact your local assigners within the area and see like exactly what's going on. And um, just to kind of get some feedback. If you guys aren't sure and you want to get a hold of us, please do send us a personal message on Facebook. We can do that. You can send us in our email at both sides of the mask at gmail.com. We have zero problems with doing that as well. And uh, we can also get you um, set up with anyone else that might be looking for um, officials for the future. That's what we're here for. We want to help our brothers and sisters get onto the field and better themselves, whether it's at the junior high level, the lower levels below that, or the high school levels. Maybe the JUCO levels, uh, you know, and the list goes on and on. We can continue to go on for there. But just make sure that you're getting the right proper information that you really want. Lastly, I do want to mention this. Be careful of what information that you're sharing or absorbing. We've been seeing a lot of social pages out there that have umpiring sites for both baseball, softball, and, and so forth that are producing a lot of information. But sometimes that information may be not correct. Uh, Tony and I were able to experience that this past weekend, and luckily we were able to catch that. And thankfully, that page was push, pushed down, uh, the post that was pushed down, just because it was the wrong information. We have to make sure that we are held accountable when we are posting something and it's not biased. Make sure that it's an open-minded procedure and also that we are speaking in terms of a rule that is verbatim from the actual rule book of that federation and any ARs or casebook studies to make sure that we are putting that right information out. And if it's about a mechanic, we got to make sure it's from that correct federation mechanic book as well. So don't be afraid to post that. You know, and if you're going to be biased, it's probably best that you don't say anything. It's probably best if you just personally message that uh, author, auditor, just to make sure that that information is correct. And there's a lot of emotions that go behind the keyboard. You want to don't want to be part of that mess. So it's probably almost best that you don't don't say anything. I mean, believe me, there is many, many, many times that I really wanted to post something and say something, and I just ended up deleting it. Uh, it's not worth your time. It's not worth the effort. It's not worth the repercussions as well. So just be mindful on that. But other than that. Like I said, a lot of these forums are great information. They're great tools so that way we continue to educate ourselves. But be careful of the ones that are misinterpreting things. Uh, we want to make sure that all of that is um, being shared correctly and we're all out there for the right reasons. So other than that, I really appreciate all the feedback you guys have been giving. I really do appreciate all the personal messages reaching out. Uh, I've been getting several text messages throughout the week. I've been getting several phone calls and I try to do my best to catch up with you as well. And if I haven't, that's on me and I do apologize, you know, but I really do try to reach out to once I do receive a message or if I see you on TV or on, uh, if I see a replay of something and I see you and I, I want to make sure you get that congratulations and it's well-deserved. So if there's anything that you guys want us to discuss, or if you guys would like for it to be a guest on our podcast, we would love for you to have, uh, to be a part of that that journey that we're experiencing as well. We're halfway through the season. It's just going to continue to continue to grind. Make sure you guys are taking it slow. Make sure you're absorbing the play. Don't let the play overrule you. Make sure you're 
determining where the ball is going and don't just go by with what the runners or the fielders are doing. Make sure you are, are viewing and absorbing everything that's coming in front of you. And don't be afraid to get together on a play if you were unsure, if you didn't see something. There's nothing wrong with that. If you are the leader on that field, make sure that you are being that umpire, that leadership role that you're allowing that umpire to express and explain exactly what's going on. And you can give that unbiased feedback and, and that information that you should be going forward with. So other than that, I appreciate everything you guys are doing. Continue the great work. Like, so we're halfway there, continue to keep it in drive and let's go. Let's, let's have at it. Be excellent. Act like you've been here before. And until next time, be excellent.